everybody. Welcome back to another special TV edition of Sci-Fi Watcher. Glad you could join us again this week with a brand new show we're going to be covering. I'm Corey Charette, and joining me is my friend, Mr. Brian Lee. Brian, how's it going? It's going good, Corey. Good to be here once again. Another fun-filled week. We're going to start a brand new show. Well, brand new show for us on here. Uh, you said you didn't finish the entire thing, and uh, this is the first time for me watching it. It's called Final Space. Yep. Yeah, uh, you brought this one to the table, and all I know about it is it was called Final Space. It's on TBS, and it's made by Olin Rogers. Basically, it sounds like he wrote it for himself. That's what it seems like, yeah. It, it kind of feels like that. Well, of course, we'll get into that. Well, let's start off with episode one of Final Space. Episodes are titled, very easily, chapter one. Episode one, of course, February 17th, 2018. Usual cast of characters is Olin Rogers, who plays Gary Goodspeed, Mooncake, a bunch of other characters. Fred Armisen is Kevin. Ken, Tom Kenny, SpongeBob, is Hugh. David Tennant, I've never heard him before, is the Lord Commander. Tika Sumter is Quinn, and a bunch of other people on the show. <laughs> Let's just go with that. Ron Perlman's in here, too. And, of course, John DiMaggio, who's done a ton of voices all over the, the world. Conan O'Brien's in there. Mm-hmm. I saw that. It's basically, exactly. who, who can we get from TBS to do a cartoon? He's executive producer as well, so. Yeah. Well, of course. Uh, this episode is written by Olin Rogers and David Sachs, directed by Mike Roberts. Basically, it's Welcome to Gary. Love how it starts off where he's floating in space with nine minutes of oxygen left. Kind of a end before the beginning kind of opening, mm-hmm. you know? Basically, it's just a huge flashback of what we're going to see. Yeah. Um, what did you think about the art style of this? I felt like, and I don't mean this in a bad way, I felt like I was watching Adult Swim. I mean, it's got that same like Rick and Morty kind of vibe to it, mm-hmm. as most, most animation is, is doing nowadays, so. Yeah, I had no problem with it. It didn't annoy me, it, or I wasn't like in awe of it, but I wasn't in disgust of it. It was like. Oh, I feel like I'm watching Adult Swim. I'm waiting for it to cut away to, to the black screen with the white lettering of something written stupid on it. Yeah. I mean, it's on TBS instead of Adult Swim, so it's not as raunchy, I guess. No, it isn't. I I, I felt like they could have gone a little raunchier with this. And at TBS, they could have gone raunchier if they wanted to. Yeah, a lot of crap instead of, you know, other curse words. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it, it none of that deterred me from watching this show. It's... I was having fun with it. I like the whole idea Gary is a prison on a prison ship or he's the only prisoner on a ship, which I couldn't figure out why he would be on a ship by himself. Well, I, I think he's doing menial tasks, basically. Yeah, it's like a five-year prison sentence. And it's probably out in the middle of nowhere in the galaxy. Yeah, he's basically fixing things and whatnot. And uh, I love Hugh, the ship's computer, which is basically Hal. It is Hal. But it's Hal, but he tells you he's a jerk ahead of time. He sounds kind of like Kevin Spacey, though. <laughs> I never thought of that. I'm going to have to listen for it now. Yeah. Um, remember Kevin Spacey and, and Moon? It could work. It could work. Yeah, I mean, that's what I thought of. I mean, maybe that's where they pulled it from. I'm guessing. But I didn't know that the guy who did the voice was also SpongeBob. Really? Yeah, Tom Kenny. Tom Kenny SpongeBob. I didn't know that. Yeah, that's cool. I just that's a I, I know the name Tom Kenny. I don't like SpongeBob or anything, but it's like fun fact. But I, I I love the fact that Hugh lets you know he's a jerk. The whole cookie thing. We got the whole cookie joke where Kevin, which is this little round, annoying robot, which is 
what is he? He is. He has a role, and I, I wrote it down, and I can't I find can't it in my notes now. It. Oh, uh, he's the space insanity avoidance companion. There you go. So he's basically trying to keep him sane, which obviously is not the purpose of him. But there's that one whole scene where he goes up to this the, the cookie rack, which is a sealed glass container, walks up to it, it opens up, he grabs a cookie. And Gary's like, I want a cookie, I want a cookie. And of course, he was like, I'm going to give you a cookie, you're going to have to add another day to your sentence. And mm-hmm. <laughs> he's like, well, why does he get to have a cookie? All he does is crumble it up, because Gary's a robot and he doesn't have fingers, he's just got these little pincers. He just bashes it into his processor slot. Yeah, it's, it's all he does with it. <laughs> I I love that. I I think to me, Hugh is like the the comedic relief in this show. Oh, you don't think it's Kevin? Kevin's the annoying one. Yeah. He's the Urkel in space. I think that's part of his programming, though. Yeah. He's just doing what he's programmed to do. (laughs) And Cindy avoidance companion, and he's doing the complete opposite. I love that. Yeah. But at least we get to find out why Gary is on here for well, and it's so funny. You think he's on here because he steals like a diamond or some sort of gem. But that's not it. Actually, he does steal a diamond. Do you not remember that part? He does, but that's not the reason he went to jail. <laughs> but it's part of it. Well, it leads into him going to jail because, of course, he hides into a, hides in a bar and he runs into um, – I wrote her name down. Quinn. Quinn. He runs into Quinn. He falls in love and he pretends to be an infinity, officer, infinity soldier and tries to fly a ship when they get called off to duty and <laughs> blows up a bunch of things. 92 star cruisers and a small Mexican restaurant. Yeah. Sorry, Guadalupe. Exactly. <laughs> that's what he goes to jail for for five years. Not the yeah. diamond, which will probably, I wonder if that's going to come back somewhere. I don't know. When I saw the diamond, I'm like, what's going to happen with that? Nothing. Nothing happened. Yeah. The, <laughs> I mean, it was like a misdirection. It's like, oh, he's going to, he got arrested for stealing the diamond. No. Yeah. And the diamond's never mentioned anywhere. So maybe he's like, hey, I'm going to go back to wherever that is and try to get the diamond down the road. Oh, maybe he hit it somewhere. Yeah, maybe like a callback. We'll probably get something to it down the road. I don't know, but it was just weird. It's like it's there and it's it's over with. It's done with. And of course, Gary meets Mooncake. Yeah, Mooncake, which I'm trying to think of what it looks like. I mean, I've seen I mean it's the little green, cute baby type of alien with little appendages coming out of it. It looks like a green Pikachu. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. That's a good idea. That's a good description. It's a green Pikachu. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that's his new companion, Mooncake, because he names it after a a war, a bug or a worm that his father gave him when he was a kid before he went to fly off with the Infinity Soldiers and die. And die. It was kind of like a uh, inchworm or something or a something some some weird yeah something weird. So that's why he calls this creature mooncake which apparently is like a very powerful entity somewhere in the universe because the uh the commander what is this called again the uh lord commander the lord commander wants it (laughs) he sends people out to it for it tiny lord commander Mm -hmm. of very powerful tiny lord commander right like a short darth vader or a mini me (laughs) <laughs> well, mini me didn't isn't that powerful, but yeah, okay, I'll give you a mini me. <laughs> uh, yeah. So basically, that's all this is a setup for. And then, of course, avocado, which is this cat creature, pops up on the on the on the ship, wanting obviously mooncake. Well, he's part of a 
a group of banyu hunters mm -hmm. and he kind of stays on when they do the whole light folding thing yeah which light folding I guess is light speed right i i was thinking yeah i think it's a cross between lights like light speed slash folding space together so you can like like jump time jump whatever it is yeah i i, I couldn't figure out what it was i like i like the name though I, I guess they didn't use FTL, so that was kind of cool. Oh, yeah, what's FTL? I don't know what that is. That's the thing. Yeah. But um, but why did they jump off when they did the light folding? If they stayed on, wouldn't they have been better off? Well, that's that was a good question. I was wondering that too. Why are they like hauling butt off of this ship? Can they can right. they not jump? Can they not go to um light fold? Can they not jump to that speed or whatever? I well, know. I did notice when they did the light folding, the people that were like stuck got sucked into the hole. Mm -hmm. But yeah, if it were me, I would just go hide somewhere on the ship. Right. You know. But whatever. But now Avocado stuck playing cards with, with Gary. Um, I did like the whole thing where uh, Gary was was had to blow his O2 tanks to reach, you know, the galaxy one. Uh -huh. And that's where he found out about mooncake. And well, he never found out about mooncake. Sorry. No, he was unconscious. Uh -huh. but that whole exchange where he was like, you're not going to make it. Uh, that's not going to work. <laughs> I know. Well, you know, I mean, that's one thing that I like about Hugh. He was like, yeah, you're not going to make it. If you do it, you got to do it this way. Better chance. I'm like, if I'm, if I'm out in space, and the computer says, if you do it with Mooncake, you're going to die. See you, Mooncake. Yeah. <laughs> and I love how he's done all the calculations. Like, at the current pace, you're not going to make it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> okay. That's what I would have said. <laughs> Gary's stupid. He's like, all right, I'll do it anyway. Yeah. So that's the first episode. I mean, what, <clears throat> what, are, you, what are your thoughts of it? I mean, you've seen it once before. But what are your thoughts? Is this something that, like... Like cooks you like, hey, I can't wait to see next episode. Or is it like, eh, I, it's a passer. I don't care. I don't know. I'm kind of indifferent after watching it. I mean, some of the stuff is funny, but it's not over the top funny. You yeah. know, I feel like I keep trying to compare it back to uh, Rick and Morty. And that's bad because mm -hmm. Rick and Morty is like over the top. This is kind of like hovering in the middle because it feels like it's a kid's cartoon a little bit. Mm hmm. It's that Maybe the teen, like teens. It's at seven thirty, uh, Cartoon Network, just before Adult Swim. It's, right. It's the Adventure Time regular show slot there. Yeah, because I didn't see anything graphic. No, you know? there was no, there was there. It, it was a, it was PG. I mean PG thirteen, maybe for a little bit of violence, but there, there gore, quote unquote, but nothing really. Over the top. I mean, I was expecting to go into this like, like over the top, stupidly funny humor. Like you said, mm -hmm. it was just kind of like right in the middle. There's, there's some. Oh, that's that's kind of funny. That's kind of cute, lighthearted, but it wasn't like laugh out loud funny. Yeah, and, and I'm watching it for like the sci-fi stuff too. Mm -hmm. There's a couple of gags, you know, but some of the stuff falls flat. Like the whole thing playing cards with av Avogado, and I'm like, okay, that's not that funny. No, but all right. Like, yeah, all right, you're being suffering. Okay. But, I mean, I'm curious. To, uh, I mean, to me, as, I'm, the reason I'm, I'm into it now, besides doing it for the show, is, like, what is Mooncake? Mm-hmm, yeah. Uh, obviously, there, there's a bigger story here. Um, I'm hoping that it doesn't go more than this whole season with the whole Mooncake thing. 
I don't want I don't want a three, four, five year adventure of let's try to get mooncake. We gotta save them from mooncake. Yeah, but if you find out what mooncake is, are you gonna keep watching after that? I don't know. I think I would. As long as I think as long as they change the the bad guy or change what the objective the long the long term story is. Shift it a little bit. What do you think of Lord Commander as a villain? Hmm, I'm not impressed with him. Even it being David Tennant? I love David Tennant. That's the only problem. It's hard to say that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, if I I didn't know it was David Tennant, I wouldn't know. Well, well, the funny thing is watching the show, because David Tennant has a strong Scottish accent. He, in Doctor Who, used an English accent. Um, He's done stuff with an American accent, which I don't like. And it did not sound like David Tennant in any of those. Mm-hmm. I was just like, okay, hey, it's David Tennant. We got Doctor Who in here. I don't care. <laughs> I'll take what I can get. Yeah, I'm not impressed with the bad guy. I'm not really intimidated by him. I mean, he's pretty vicious. I mean, you saw how he twisted that guy in this episode. Uh-huh. So he is, you know, sinister. But I guess since he's so tiny... <laughs> that, that's the thing, yeah. It, yeah. And it kind of brought me back to uh, Star Trek Beyond, which we talked about a while ago, with mm-hmm. at the beginning where Kirk's talking to those creatures, and they come hauling butt towards him, and it's these little creatures. I'm oh, like, yeah. I'm like, oh, okay, you're not intimidating. You're just a cute little cute little puppy. Go away, you know? <laughs> I'm like, yeah, no. Uh, it's not bad. It. I mean, I'm. Gl- I'm how often do we get comedy, sci-fi, animation? I mean, uh, Rick and Morty is the only one. That's the only one, and that, and like you said, we can't really compare the two. Well, no, that uh, what is the name of that show? The guy who made The Simpsons made that sci-fi show. Oh, Futurama. Futurama, yeah, yeah. But yeah, how many are on the air now? You're right. There's but not no, that many. No, so. I mean, I mean, first of all, sci-fi is a small sliver of of television. It is, and then you put comedy sci-fi, the sliver gets even smaller, and then animate that. Yeah, it's like nothing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it's on TBS, which is even even rarer. Yeah, I don't know a lot of animated shows on TBS. I don't know of any besides this, to be honest with you. Yeah, I feel like maybe they tried for Adult Swim and didn't get it. Um, maybe. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, you could have gone to like Nickelodeon, but uh, Cartoon Network. Uh, I mean, yeah, where could you really go with this? Yeah, but the thing is, though, I mean, obviously, T- TBS must have said, "Okay, we'll do this show." I mean, because you're not going to come in with a bunch of episodes already drawn up, and here you go. Will you play our show? It's you got to get the approval and the funding from the stations. Yeah, and it's it's probably easy to animate. Yeah, it looks it it looks like it's probably a really easy computer. It's all computerized nowadays. Yeah, so they can probably just you know spit those episodes out quickly and for a few dollars and just get the voice actors in. And of course, you you know you see the cast. I mean, Olin Rogers basically plays everything else. And, mm-hmm. and then John DiMaggio also, because John DiMaggio is just this, you know, an amazing voice actor. Oh yeah. So you got those, you got those two to cover everything else. So you just got, oh, okay. Fred Armisen, Tom, Kenny, you got some, some, some familiar names, Stephen Young from, you know, Walking Dead, Ron, yeah. Ron Perlman, Ron Perlman, enough said, but their parts are probably so quick to do. They probably get in the studio for a couple hours, blah, blah, blah. They're done. Yeah. Even, even Conan O'Brien's bit was like. Probably a, not even an hour, probably yeah, to record. Yeah. 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 So that's our thoughts on this one. And I think we should stop there because 
we got more episodes we're going to have to do. There's 10 of them this season. I want to make them all long episodes. So uh, I want to thank Brian for being here. Brian, where can we find you online? Uh, you can find me on Twitter or Instagram. It's at Brian Says. Any of you guys ever seen Final Space? Want to see it? Want to share your thoughts on this or anything else? You can reach us at sci-fi watcher at saveproductions.com or drop us a voicemail at 774-327-2948. That's 774-32-SAY-IT. Or you can catch us on all the social media sites. Just head on over to the website, saveproductions.com slash sci-fi watcher. Make sure you go over there. Check everything out we do. We got a full-blown episode. We got TV episodes. We got we got a ton of stuff at the website. So make sure you check us out, saveproductions.com slash sci-fi watcher. I want to thank everyone for downloading this special TV edition. And until next time, have a good one.